Hey, what's going on? Welcome to the second episode of Breaking the Guard with your hosts Robert Drysdale and myself, David Avalon. Today on the show, we're honored to have UFC top contender Kevin Motown Phenom Lee. He has a very interesting background that I identify with because he came from a very underprivileged background and particularly the wrestling program that he got started in was not like a big time team. So it was really, <laughs> you know, he really had to work hard to get to where he's at today. And it's very impressive to hear his story and also a lot of his insights uh, into the martial arts game. So stay tuned and I hope you enjoy the episode. Before we get started, I would like to introduce one of our sponsors, which is the Switch Series. The Switch Series is a wrestling-based reversal that's commonly used in folk-style wrestling that you would see in high school and college. But it's just starting to make waves in the wrestling, well, in the mixed martial arts world, as has been used by many top competitors like Anderson Silva and Frankie Edgar, just to name a few. And what's beautiful about the Switch, it also lends itself to lots of submission holds, like the Kimura, Cast Slicers, guillotines, and a whole bunch more. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, that's more reason you need to check this out. Just go to WrestlingSwitch.com. Again, that's WrestlingSwitch.com, where you can get access to some free videos, previewing the content. And again, you can order either a DVD or online streaming format are available for the Wrestling Switch series. So go ahead and check it out. All right, hello everyone. I'm Robert Drysdale. I'm here with uh, my co-host David Avlin and our very special guest Kevin Lee. You are watching episode two of Breaking the Guard. Uh, Dave, Kevin, how are you guys doing? Doing wonderful. And Kevin, it's good to have you here, brother. Yeah, yeah, it's good to be on. You know, I like doing a uh, podcast. Rob hit me up this morning, asked me if I do it. I'm like, yeah, of course. I'm always, uh, I'm always down to talk to some folks I can learn from. Yeah, well, Kevin, Kevin's been training with uh, with us on and off for a while now, and uh, you know we not only you know coach kind of you know student relationship but also friendship so it's fun to have you on here kev i really appreciate you taking on short notice yeah and uh yeah we got lots to talk about man yeah you know i was looking into you like looking some more old articles and whatnot and one thing that jumped out i wasn't where we would have a commonality is uh your background in, in wrestling and particularly mm -hmm. you didn't get fed a silk from a silver spoon you know mm -hmm. like <laughs> you mm -hmm. had to grind your mm -hmm. way out starting from a small wrestling program mm -hmm. and you know I know how it's like when I started my team, we never had a full roster. It was always like 10 guys in, and we'd lose every match mm -hmm. pretty much by mm -hmm. forfeits, you know? Yep. So how is that like coming up in that rank? You know, I think in hindsight, it, it kind of was the best thing for me. Even now, like there was no time. I've done a lot more like physically challenging practices and, 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 and things. Uh, but there was no time that I remember it being as hard as when I came up wrestling uh, when I was like 16, 17, because I came in, I literally started at 16. You know, I tried to go out for the team at 15. Uh, we didn't have a lot of money for me to get back and forth to, to school or anything. So it wasn't until I was 16, a junior, and I'm wrestling kids like, you know, they've been wrestling since they was four years old. And, uh, you know, they had a lot more money in their schools and a lot more, you know, kind of background and resource for it. 
Uh, so we, like you said, we will always be losing. We always be the last seed of the of the tournaments, and we would go against the best team out there. But it taught me a lot mentally, I think, about like how to. You kind of got to get over it at some point, and and I didn't really get it then. But in hindsight, I think that was like really where. You, you hear it said a lot like, oh, wrestling is where, you know, the best fighters come from or, you know, you should start off your kid in wrestling or anything like that. I think it's really just the mentality of it that, that kind of you get over that, that we got I got over losing quick. You There's know a what selection I mean? process that goes on, like the very, very toughest, strongest, most athletic, most like tough minded mm-hmm. people make it to the high because like the, the truth is it's it's hard it's brutal and there's a lot of hardship along the way and there are few rewards mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. i mean when you think about wrestling yeah. like okay what's what's a career for wrestlers like olympics yeah and yeah. then they can be a coach at a college or something but university or something. but like that's it's it's uh it's different from other combat sports i feel like like boxing that you the, the top of the, the pyramid is what you're making you hundreds can, of yeah, millions of dollars yeah. you can be floyd yeah. mayweather exactly like and i think and, and, and i think that might play a role into like selecting like some of the very toughest people that come out of, you know, wrestling into other sports? Probably, because I can remember, like, times, especially in high school, I would be physically trying to fight my dad to go yeah. to, to wrestling practice. You know, he didn't see that that same goal, yeah. especially coming from Detroit, because, you know, we had Floyd Mayweather come out of Michigan, and you would look at Floyd and be like, oh, you know, he's hundreds and hundreds of million dollars and, you know, yeah. helped his whole family come up. But in wrestling, you look around and it was none of that. You know, you can go to the Olympics, you can make 10000 and, and kind of get out. Uh my, I think where I kind of differ from a lot of wrestlers that get into MMA is I I went out for wrestling with the intention of getting into fighting. Uh, you know, when I saw fighting for the first time, I was 15. And then I just was like, okay, you know, I can't go to an MMA gym or anything like that. So I just go off for the wrestling team. But it still was that same type of nobody else saw the vision but me. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And, and that's kind of how it's... You, you know, it's funny. You just touched on a point. I know like we can go on this you know, in so many different ways, but you mentioned something you started when you were 16. Is mm. that what you said? Mm. And, you know, I, I think I really... I've always believed it's a kind of like a crucial age, you know, for, for any fighter. I guess like that age between 14 and 18. Mm. Those are the crucial years. I feel like, you know, we see this a lot in gyms, like parents really pushing their kids and making them run sprints at 8, 9. And then at 18, they kind of... They, they burned. Yeah. They peaked. And like you just said, what you, what you, I relate a lot to what you just said. I'm sure Dave does too. Yeah. And most people have been doing this for like 20 years like we have. Mm-hmm. We'll relate to it. Like you couldn't keep me out of the gym. Yeah. Like there's nothing you could have done to not go. Like, oh, I'm going to go train. Like I don't care if my knee is broken. I don't right. care if it's raining. I don't care. I, I, do, I show up sick. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter what the circumstances were. You just do what you got to do, right? And I, I really believe that, you know, the best thing you can do if you're around someone like that with potential is just support them and make mm-hmm. it a little bit easier perhaps. Mm-hmm. But you just hit the nail on the head, man. Like, it's just like you can't force someone to be someone who they're not. Like, it doesn't matter. How, even if you have the talent, if your mind is not there, you're not, it's not made for you. You know, you know? one thing that makes wrestling kind of unique compared to all the other sports is the one sport that doesn't cut you. Mm. Right? Like, football, mm. you get cut. Mm. Basketball, you get cut. Mm. So they only get the you top weight. You have to have natural ability mm. to get in usually, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But wrestling, it's about the toughest guy. Yeah. Mm. And wrestler, wrestling coaches know that, and they push you hard. Mm. Like, I remember... Yeah, physically, it's, yeah. it's like probably the hardest sport there is. Like, really, like maybe gymnastics is like hard like yeah. that. But probably you know, not as hard as wrestling. I'll yeah. tell you, like, like, when I started with my team, I started a sophomore year also. So I was like, same idea. I started watching the UFCs, saw Dan Severn, mm. Matt Hughes, and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go the wrestling path first, because... There was no MMA gyms back right, like in right. 1997, you know? So 
when I got there day one, there was like 60 people on the mats. It's just like you couldn't run, you know, it was like a full circle. Everybody, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, at the end of the season, it was like 13 people, you know, and because coach everybody just quit. pushed you hard yeah. as hell, you know, nobody could stand, you know, yeah. like, yeah, I mean, and, and like you said, that's that's the thing. And you said, uh, if you have someone like that at, at 16 or 15, maybe not having that support is was kind of like a good thing. Like I said, I, I remember yeah. physically yeah. trying to fight my dad to, to go to wrestling practice. practice, you know, because you have to earn it. that's kind of yeah. what I look forward to during the day. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I didn't have much else growing up and that's kind of where it I gave just, meaning. yeah, yeah, it gave me something. So yeah. maybe if, if I, because when I fought him to do it, when I was there, no matter how like hard and how tired I was and how like fucking beat up and you just want to go home, like you just want to quit. And I'm like, Fuck, I fought him to be here. Like, I might as well enjoy yeah. this while I'm here, you know? This is, like, it's half the fun of it. And you know what's bit. funny? Like, to me, it's such a treasure that you have that. Because I remember, like, up to, like, the time I retired, and people would talk about meaning and purpose and, like, how hard it is to find purpase in life. And they were like, what are you talking about? Like, I didn't yeah. know what people were talking yeah. about. Because I had it. Mm. It was going to the gym every day. Yeah, It's like one of those things. You don't know what unhappiness is until you actually experience it. Like, you're like, life is great, and then something really bad happens to you. Mm -hmm. um, like, that's exactly how I feel about this. Mm. You know, like people talk about purpose. Like when you find that purpose early in life, it's such a beautiful thing, you know, because it just kind of keeps you like everything is just like shuts off and you're just like, well, this is a beautiful place to be in because it just keeps you on the track, you know, no distractions. Yeah, I mean, I think about that a lot and especially like what it is, because I get this question a lot, like what it is that made me a little bit different from especially the people that I grew up around mm. and in and, and the situations that I grew up around like for me like people I, I never judge anybody for anything that they do because I know so many people that other people like consider to be bad people yeah. you know what I mean or you know that's just was normal to us in, in our neighborhoods and everything there was no doctors and lawyers and you know people hey, oh you work down at the hospital like no there was drug dealers gang members like killers but they were good people and that's just who we who we kind of grew up around if, if that makes sense and i never really i think it's hard for me to, to to really like explain what it is that's that's different but maybe it is that finding purpose at a young age like i remember just at 13 or 14 just something in me was just like i just want to be different than that you know what i mean yeah, i wanted yeah. to find that purpose exactly what you're talking and about. when i saw mma for the first time and and saw uh it was george and, and bj that fight and i didn't even really understand what it was i was watching i can remember like sitting as a kid i'm like i don't know like there's for one there's no way i'm gonna be able to do that for sure like it's just i for one i never thought that i thought bj penn was huge you know, I thought yeah, I was like yeah. I was like a buck like twenty. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I was like, it ain't no way I'm a fucking like yeah. I can't possibly do it. But it gave me that that a vision, a vision into the yeah. future, and that that and I just been following that for as long as as it's yeah. been, and it's just been fucking like. But like this is like it's it's a beautiful thing, but like it's something that's deep inside you, Kevin. Like I, I like that point. Like we you you had that you know you probably had that at a young age, if not. Because I, I remember looking for, you probably felt the same way, like when you're a teenager especially, mm -hmm. there's a turning point in your life, like you're looking for something. 
Like some people find that, and like you're you're lucky to find what your calling is. You know, mm. like with me, I, th- I kind of felt like it was always combat. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but like mm. even as a child, I always played with GI Joes. Mm. Like it had to do with like fighting. <laughs> yeah. You know, like it was yeah. I didn't like kites or cars. Yeah. Or like well, I think back yeah. in the day, all the yeah. cartoons were violent. You know, you got Ninja Turtles. It's true. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good yeah, point. Yeah, Bruce Leroy. You had the you know <laughs> Bruce Leroy. Oh my god, how many times did I see that movie? Yeah, that's a classic. I'd watch that again. These movies get crappier as they get like, the older they oh, get. Oh, they're though. terrible. Oh, I they watched, get funny I, though. I made the mistake of watching Highlander. You guys ever watch yeah, Highlander? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, when I was a child, as the greatest movie ever. This is the greatest movie ever made. <laughs> I made the mistake of like watching it like maybe a, a year ago, like five minutes. This is horrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually bought it on Amazon. This is horrible. I think maybe just yeah. your perspective. Is, you yeah, know, no, absolutely. You know, but like, yeah, yeah. I, I think if you have a classic in your head, the best you thing you can it. do is yeah. like never touch yeah. it. Just leave it. You know, make it a good memory. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes they say, don't meet your. Uh, you know, they say don't meet the heroes and all that. Like, don't rewatch yeah. the old Bruce shit. Leroy. You know, yeah. for a second, I'll like, be rewatched it. I'm like, nah, I'll just leave nah, it. Nah, leave it, it at what it was. It was. <laughs> yeah, but it's yeah. one thing about having a tough upbringing because, mm-hmm. like, something I read also that you used to sleep in the gym and there's like mm-hmm. there'd be no heating and it's mm-hmm. in the winter and stuff. Like, I don't know. Most people probably never have to go through that. Mm-hmm. You know, so it to me it makes me wonder like, what if I had come up working with like the best team infinite resources you know like would i have become better because i've had more around me or would i've been spoiled Mm -hmm. you know because it would have been like oh i just have everything i take it for granted you know Mm -hmm. because when you have that tough upbringing you don't take anything for granted Mm -hmm. you know when you have a coach when you have training partners Mm -hmm. when you have good facilities like man it's like treasure it's like somebody who's never starved and you try to get them to cut weight it's like like being born rich Yeah. yeah whereas like you don't see the value in money when you're like your father's a millionaire it's like i I'm with you, man. That's a great point. You don't know how to make it. Yeah. I mean, I I can just remember because I had to to wrestle against these kids that have been wrestling since they were four or five years old, especially when I got to college. That's kind of when it when it clicked for me and I got to like a different level of it. And and guys have been not only were they wrestling since four or five, they were the best of that. So they're my my physical abilities wasn't enough to to kind of you know we we know from jujitsu like sometimes it's just it's the technique of it you and there's nothing that that if you don't understand that technique then there's nothing that you can really do to make up for it so it always made it to where i had to work 10 times harder than 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 they did in order to to level the playing field if that makes sense so i feel like Maybe if if I would have had you know better situations and, and better coaching, and I went to like the type high school where you know everybody was coming out and already a a, a state champ, you know four time state champs and and all this, I think maybe that wouldn't have been, it wouldn't I wouldn't have the same, uh, uh, I may have been better technically and I may have been better overall, but I think one of the big reasons that I've got where I am now so young is because I've just had that kind of work ethic to to try and beat the next guy, even though he's got fucking 10 years on me. You know what I mean? I can't even nothing I can do about it. You got more 10, but 10 years of more technique. It's, it's like, ah. it's what makes you strong at the end of the day is just having that resolution to do it too. Like, I think that in itself is an exercise. Mm-hmm. Like going back to Dave's point, it was kind of like that hardship. Mm-hmm. I, I think that right there sculpts you in a way that even, I don't know, I'd rather have that journey of hardship you know, and yeah. a smaller reward yeah. than that, like you get handed everything, and then you know, with no hardship, yeah. there's no sculpting of yeah. character. You know, you're, you're missing said, on the on the journey. Yeah. You know, you're missing on the most precious thing, which is actually 
battling really hard for something. Yeah, because at the end of the day, once this is all over and said and done, you still have to be, you have to be, you have to have that purpose still, you know, and you still have to be happy. Like, I, I see guys now that are, like, either already retiring or, or kind of, I can see them on their, their second half of this. Yeah. And some of them I can still see have that same purpose like you said, it's something that was built into you at a at a young age, yeah. and you just had to keep that same that same focus. But then some guys, I, I, I look and see maybe they just had the where they're just gonna keep pushing and keep, you know, they're defining themselves by something different. They're defining themselves yeah. by fighting. They're defining yeah. themselves by uh, uh, how good they are instead of like you said, just had that that same purpose. It's a difficult yeah. thing. Like you know, me and Dave talked about this at length, but like it's almost like you have to reinvent yourself too, because at some right. point, like. You know, for so many years, it's your identity. And then when you retire, it's like, okay, like, you know, I have to rethink about... Because, mm -hmm. like, it's great. You have skills. But at some point, Kev, you're going to retire one day and mm -hmm. you're going to go, like, oh, I'm going to be a manager. I'm going to be a mm -hmm. trainer. I'm going to be a business owner. I'm going to open a restaurant. Mm -hmm. But it's 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 developing other aspects of yourself, too. Not only that, but then it's always somebody on your tails, too. <laughs> like, oh, it, does, that, that's, it doesn't even, stop. It is even, a treadmill. There's no such yeah. thing as, like, being yeah. ahead. You're, yeah, it's, no, it's a you, moving target. Yeah, you know? it's... It's a it's a it's a flow. It's like money, you know. Like you you touching a million dollars. You never have. You never physically sit there and hold it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's the game. You know, there's always gonna be somebody coming in behind you. Like people look at me now, like they're like saying I'm so young in the game and, and yeah. all this. But I can see the guys that are coming up that are 21, 22 doing this, and I'm like, oh shit. How there's like another. Now? I'm 26. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, still haven't hit my f physical prime as a man. I'm probably like just coming into it. Uh, but you know, I can still see the guys that are coming up behind me. Yeah. You know, now I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna be good. Like I'm gonna smash. <laughs> best believe, and just because I'm I'm I'm, be, I'm gonna do my thing. But <laughs> I can still see like where they're going. You yeah. know what I mean? And I'm trying to like learn from them, and because one day shit, and, they and might the go. level is going like so much higher. Like it's never been better. Like yeah. I feel like every single guy, and they're so well rounded and so good. Like, you can see, like, you know, but it's one of those things. Like, it's the same thing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. It's like, you know, we were, when we were training, when we were grappling, we were that first generation was trying to, like, figure, like, what worked and what didn't work out. Like, we were picking and choosing. We are grabbing from wrestling, from Judo. Like, it wasn't, mm. you know, but, like, now I feel like the young generations, like, they had, like, the laboratory has been there for the last 25 mm. years, testing what works and what doesn't. People know exactly what to pull from. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. the thing that like, the bad mm -hmm. techniques have been weeded out and like mm -hmm. people really stuck to the best training best training methods and the best techniques. And yeah, the level's never been so high. Mm -hmm. But I think the one, one thing that's kinda of, like, you know, a little off topic, but I feel like it's it's they're coming more and more similar to. I kinda like the old ways in a way where it was like this guy was wrestling, this guy was karate, this guy was there was a lot there's more of that. Like mm -hmm. guys are more specific mm -hmm. to their style. I feel that now like fighters are becoming more and more similar as a result of the, the techniques have been selected mm -hmm. and the styles that work have been selected. I, I think that's for, I, I think that might be just for now though, yeah. until somebody reinvents the game, you know, like, yeah. like you say, you're constantly trying to even reinvent yourself. And that's kind of where, where I've always been, you know, is trying to reinvent myself constantly and re, try and reinvent the game. Yeah. When I first started this, I seriously did not think I could do it. So now when I look at it, 
I really don't know the possibilities of where it could go to. Yeah. So I'm always trying to, to you know, George St. Pierre, he's the reason why I kind of got started in this game because I could see he was different than, you know, the the Hoist Gracie brawler yeah. in era, you know, where it's just like, this guy's just a barroom brawler. Yeah, he was ahead of his time. When I saw ways, George, yeah. I saw somebody that was calculated, somebody that, that, that was a true athlete and, and really was... And well-rounded. Yeah, and, and you could tell he was, he, he was on top of his game. So for that's always been kind of my inspiration is to be that you know and to be the most well-rounded you know i think sometimes people just look at it from okay you got striking grappling and you got wrestling you know and then okay who you got better striking or you got better grappling or, but they don't really break those subset down yeah. even you know can you move forward can you move backwards can you switch stances can you you know uh it, it's so many things just in striking alone yeah that can be reimagine you know and i think eventually you're gonna see the game the whole game change you know what i mean i i, I like that i think that that evolution is one of my favorite things about um mma and the beautiful thing about mma like it's been like part of the I, probably the greatest revolution or one of the greatest revolutions in the history of martial arts is because it has been like that lab that i was describing mm-hmm. like you've been like be able like really select what's working and it's constantly changing like mm-hmm. i i like that about it but as a result, we come up with, everyone's like learning, even like the lay audience, people that don't train, they kind of know mm-hmm. what works and what doesn't. Mm-hmm. Like you can't BS people anymore like you could 20 years ago with like mm-hmm. some move that like, it looks great on tape in a movie, but it's just not realistic. Yeah. And then yeah. it's like, okay, this stuff doesn't work. This is what works, people. It's the These are the though, techniques. Yeah. You know what has become very unpopular in movies now is the, the whole ninja kill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right back yeah. late eighties. Yeah. That was the moves. Yeah. yeah, that's a chiropractor. <laughs> yeah. Like my chiropractor does that to me every week, which is hard as fuck to do to somebody. <laughs> I have tried it. Like you know, I'm in the gym. Like I'm trying to turn somebody. It's hard as hell. You it can't work. Yeah, no, you like, can't do it. Work. Yeah. You would be hearing the news. Yeah. Oh, gang violence. <laughs> Three ninja kills. Yeah. <laughs> now you see him people like throwing arm bars and and really effective. Martial arts, and that's kind of what made me fall in love with it. Is is so many endless possibilities, and so many like you know, fighting has been around forever. You know what I mean? Like that's what two yeah. people do when they get into not only two people, but any two animals. You can see them like they they're gonna fight at, at some, some point. point. They're gonna fight. At some point, you're gonna fight. Well, you know, you're gonna no matter what, uh, how many people are in a room. If you all leave them in there long enough, at some point somebody gonna fight. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is just like it's very primal. It's, it's, it's very it, primal. you're gonna fight. And you know it's funny because like you know we're at 2093 is when the UFC was founded. It took yeah. that long for like something. I mean other forms of like closer MMA, yep. real combat have been existed before. But when you think about it, how popular martial arts are around the world, mm-hmm. it's kind of like surprising that it took so long for something like oh let's put all these styles together and let's find out what really works. I mean, think about it. Yeah. It's like it, it should. Like you think that would have happened like a hundred years ago, you know. But it's fairly recent. I'm glad it exists, you know, because I think that it's it's like I said, it's weeding out the good, you know, weeding out the bad, and giving the people the understanding of what what is really functional in reality. Yeah, I think uh, as a culture, people are very afraid now of offending people, and fighting is such a bad yeah. thing. Like I don't think fighting, even just amongst kids, is a bad thing. It, it yeah. teaches you humility really fast. Yeah, you know what I mean, like you yeah. learn yeah. lessons. I think. Really part, quick. Part of the pro- I think it's almost like a problem because like kids don't get a reality check. Either. Yeah. Because when you're a kid, yeah. if you're out over the top, yeah. you got a reality check. Yeah. There's yeah. gonna be some yeah. fat little kid that's gonna beat you up yeah. if you're like yeah, over yeah. the top. Like now they just call. You know, I- I'm with you. I think that yeah. it's it's political correctness has got a little overboard in, yeah. in some regards. I mean, and it really is the truest like form of art that you can do with your body. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you you can only move your body in so many different ways. You can dance. You can. I mean, there's only so many things that are natural for a human to do. Yeah. 
uh, and fighting is just one of them. So the people who say like, oh, fighting isn't art and fight, fighting is, I mean, what do you talk, it doesn't even make sense but, but let's, to me. Let's look at the know? people who say that though. They're invariably people who have no they're experience. They're weak. Yeah, yeah. No, they have or no enemy. experience. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Exactly, like they, they're terrified yeah. of it. So you you don't, you criticize what you don't know. Anything mm. that is alien to you is something that is, you know, okay, it's bad. Mm. There's mm. one reason, like, for example, like, you know, Heel hooks have always been a no-no in BJJs because most BJJ instructors don't know how to do heel hooks. Right, it's starting right, to change now. Right, but right. It's like whatever you don't know is bad. Right. right? right. Um, but like I think the public that you know doesn't see the value in, in, in fighting and struggle, mm-hmm. they you know it's it's because they're just really unfamiliar with it. You know. Uh, but but then that's probably why it took so long to go back to why you say why it t- took until 1993 for the UFC to get started. It's probably with the rise of the internet probably has a lot to do with it you know because yeah. you that that exchange of information people yeah. because there are i mean there are a lot of people that really really love fighting i mean in the world it's, it's just like it's, it's it's going to be one of the biggest sports yeah. forever you know regardless of the organization the ufc you know wc whatever organization no, you people talk are about, attracted to boxing, 100%. you know so when you ex- get to exchange that that info people learn more people get it more so uh, on that vein, I wanted to ask you something. Like, you know, we were talking about character building. Like, who would Kevin Lee be without fight? Because I, I, I think we all agree. Like, it's huge on character building. It, it yeah, turns you into a man. And, and I'm not talking about, oh, tough guy that can take a punch. Like, it, it really makes you a better human being. Yeah. Because it yeah. sets you straight. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it brings you, like, it, it teaches you so much about yourself. Like, who would Kevin Lee be? And how do you, what, what, do, you, what do you have to say about, you know, character building mm-hmm. and, and fighting? Honestly, I don't, I, I, I don't know, and and I truly do ask myself that sometimes, and I'm like, okay, maybe if 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 I wasn't this, then then, or if I didn't learn this, uh, then then would I be different? I think I would have still pr- probably have been. I, I've always been a smart kid, you know, and I've always kind of understood uh, how to to, you know, I was always good in school and, and kind of would, I I can, I can play the games real good, so I probably would be like. I don't know. I'd probably been like an engineer or something like that, maybe. Yeah. But if I didn't have fighting, and if I didn't ever understand and learn how to fight and and be able to push myself to that and have that something to look forward to, yeah. I I probably just be stupid, unhappy. You know, I probably be, yeah. you know, as as yeah. as and you know, physically, like I would still be okay. You know, I I can kind of look at my dad and and see how he was uh, growing up in 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 our. I could tell physically we were kind of the same. And my dad never had sports. He never had, you know, any type of organization. He, you know, he he grew up on the streets by himself since he was 15. So it was a tougher generation. For sure, they for have sure. Less options. We have for, way for more sure. options. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, like I feel yeah. entitled. Yeah. So, I mean, uh-huh. a, a lot of it's just like, I, I don't know. Would I, I would like to think I would be the same. You know what I mean? I would like to think that I've been as way since before fighting. But like I said, it does teach you a whole lot. It teaches you you're not the toughest guy in the fucking world, for one. Like, every dude always think he can fight, for yeah. sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't even really go out anymore because, you know, you... you just guys just going on pe- yeah. press your buttons like they don't even understand what it is. And you know, you know, you know what, what I mean? About people in a fight, if they recognize you, like, you're like, oh, no one's gonna want to mess with Kevin Lee. It's like the other way around. There's always gonna be someone right, that's gonna right, want to mess right. with you. And I have a theory why that irritating. happens. Because they're trying to do it to impress their girlfriend. They're trying to impress their friends. And deep down, they know nothing's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah, just gonna talk yeah, the talk, yeah, and nothing's yeah, gonna happen. Probably. And then if there's not gonna be a scrap, but okay, someone <laughs> but listen, just drop. But then you have so much more to lose, though. I, I know, know but, but, but 
But sometimes, you but know, I was I on the news. Even if Kevin punched him, he made him relevant now. <laughs> yeah, 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 Kevin yeah. Lee got so yeah. upset at this yeah. one douche that he had to punch yeah. him, right? Yeah. So it, it's it's a win-win for someone yeah. who's just like a random troublemaker. Like, yeah. So you're right. Like, yeah. you have to, you know, you yeah. kind of have to not, not, play cool. Nothing good is going to come from it. And you kind of learn that early. You know what I mean? I kind of learned where to go and where not Hard to. And who, who to. It is. It's fucking hard, you know? And sometimes I like playing a game. Like, I like talking shit, and I kind of yeah. like the back and forth. And I like trying to get into a guy's head, too, yeah. a little bit. So when you do that with somebody who is untrained and will do something stupid yeah. and not realize what they're doing, yeah. it that can escalate. But, you know... You gotta get him in the gym. Like I yeah, want to offer yeah, someone yeah, who says yeah, something. Right. Like offer him like a one year membership. For one year, I want you to come to my gym yeah, every day. I pay a people to spar me, bro. Yeah, I pay a people to spar. I had a story from one of my my guys. So one of my students went to the club, he's acting like a fool, mm. and he sees this guy and he starts trying him. He's like, "Oh, I'll kick your ass!" Blah blah blah. He goes, "Oh yeah, I'm a pro fighter. I train with." And he was from my team. I train with FFA. I'm like, "Oh yeah." And he pulls out. We had little ID cards for people to swipe, and he's like, "Look." And it's like it's a white belt, right? yeah. and, the, and the other guy yeah, yeah. goes, yeah. "Oh, let me show yeah. you mine." He was also a student. <laughs> 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 yeah. oh, massive TikTok by the And them dudes gonna get weeded out too. Look, yeah. not all fighters are saints either. I mean, there's some fucking yeah. dickheads in, in this yeah. sport. And and in but they I don't think make it that far though. They don't yeah. make like, it far. Yeah, like, yeah, if yeah. you look at the yeah. top upper yeah. echelon of right. any, you know, any endeavor really like you really end up with people that i think humility ultimately not maybe not in your words but at least in your your day-to-day actions mm, mm. they have to be there because you don't make it that far right yeah like right. We, we've seen yeah. the meatheads they walk in the gym they think they're super tough because they're used to bullying people yeah. one sparring yeah. session yeah. and they're like all right this yeah. is not for me i've yeah. lost count of how many times i've seen that yeah. like back in the day extreme couture used to see that all the time yeah big yeah. meathead they thought they were big and they could fight you put them in one sparring session it's they get for. kicked in the leg once and they're like this is not for me i definitely seen it especially through wrestling uh, like you say, you beginning of the season, it'd be thirty guys out there, and you know, I went to a black school, and everybody was athletic. You know, what I mean, everybody was like a basketball or football player, and a lot of football players, especially, would come out yeah. for for wrestling. Uh, but I mean, you could just tell, like th- those guys, like it's certain guys, like you, know, you, you ain't gonna make it. You know, you know what, what I mean? Funny, like people like in UFC, they always like they always have to have to remind you that the guy used to play football or something. Like it's a fighting skill. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, like you're big I mean, and strong yeah, and athletic. Yeah, I get sure, that. Like, yeah, but no one ever said, "Oh, the guy used to play golf in college." Yeah. You know, like no yeah, one ever says yeah, that. Like yeah. it's always like it's it's part of his yeah. resume as a fighter. You know. But, but I mean, you do have yeah. to have that that athletic athletic ability is you know, there for yeah. sure. But I always feel like like especially maybe because like I grew up in Brazil, like I see things differently. Like people here think of football is like a fighting the thing. Almost. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know. how, how big and tough you yeah, are. But yeah, but the association yeah. is always there yeah, with size and skill. Sure. And yeah. I, we know this. Like, how many times have we seen the big, huge dude who's super tough? You know, he's the easiest one in the room. <laughs> and then you know, you put him under this much pressure, and he breaks. Yeah, yeah. And then you see the little guy who's nerdy. Yeah. You think that you know, like he's got the heart of a lion. Oh, like yeah, that's the yeah. guy. He's the scariest guy in the room, but you don't know. It doesn't look like it. But that's the guy that's never gonna quit. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of comes back to that same thing about having tough origins, right? Because mm-hmm. like when you're a really big guy and gifted, yeah. you can lean on that a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, so whole life. That's what I've, happens. I've seen it all the time with sparring. Like we had these two heavyweights way back, mm-hmm. and whenever they sparred guys smaller than them, ab- abusing all the time, ah, mm-hmm. boom, throwing, and we're like one day. Let's get these two guys in the same time, put them together, and have a war. You know what happened? Nothing. It was just like, 
<laughs> All the light yeah. jabs because they didn't want to piss each other yeah, off again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, oh, this yeah. is a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's exposed. Yeah, yeah it was some uh, Francis yeah, like, Nagano and uh, exactly. and, and uh, when Francis fought, uh, oh, why am I done? Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know why I'm drawing a blank on his name. I love Derek Lewis. That was Lewis. one of my, my favorite but, things about martial arts is does exactly that. Like, it's, it's so awesome to see these guys get exposed and, like, they're shocked. Mm. Because, mm. like you said, they hide behind this little bubble, like this, you know, like, and they believe their own because everyone's scared of them. Mm. And you see, as soon as they get triangled by the fourteen-year-old green belt, it's over. And then it's, it's like, over. holy cow, I'm not that good. And it's such a, and that's the beauty of fighting is that I think I feel like it, it brings people exactly where they're supposed to be. So if you're underconfident and you win, you go boom, you gain confidence. If you're overconfident, now you're getting your butt kicked by a skinny fourteen-year-old, and now boom, it kind of brings you exactly where you're supposed. It makes mm. you a very mild-tempered human being versus, mm. you know, someone. Who's just got the yeah ups exactly and downs like too low or too high? You know? Yeah, I think it just yeah. puts you exactly where you're supposed yeah. to be. And the longer you stick around, like the, the better you get at this. Like the more confident, but not overconfident. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, there's there's select guys uh, that have that same athleticism and and you know, like a guy like Tyron Woodley. You know, like yeah. Tyron Woodley could be a football player. Like really, yeah. when you look yeah. at him and you look at trying to fight him, you're like, that's a football player. You know, yeah. he's yeah. just you know. The way he's built and all, it, but that it's that's why he's such a great, you know, a great fighter because it's so rare. You know, what I mean, it's so rare to get somebody like that with that same type of mentality that you know the 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 scrawny thirteen year old kid. Yeah. Or, you know, he, and he like you say he's gonna be the toughest dude in the room. Yeah. And you looking around for a a, a, a round off, and you looking at the dude that's two sixty with the tattoos. You're like, all right, I'm gonna take a break on him yeah. for a little bit. You, you know, know it's funny too. Like I I'm not gonna mention names, but like it's a few years ago at the old gym, I had a guy's like a famous bodybuilder, like world class, like mm-hmm. top ten in the world, and he wanted to fight him in May. So this guy's like like we're talking like he doesn't fit in this chair kind of big, right? And she shows up to the gym like, oh, I gotta learn some jujitsu. Like, when you fight? No, in two months. I'm like, oh, that's great. Doesn't know anything, right? <laughs> right and cool. boxing either. There's yeah. no strike right, either. Yeah. But he's like, he's got his head, he's going to fight. Cool. This guy's huge. So I had, like, boxing coach with Holton Pass for him. And I'm watching this guy move. And I'm thinking, okay, for three cracks, it's going to, like, hurt my coach. I'm worried he's going to hurt my coach because he's <laughs> yeah. huge, right? Sure, sure. Dude, it was, I'm watching this guy hit pads. And I'm like, I would let him punch me in the face and hurt me. I would let him. He's like, going to tire himself zero out. Zero pop. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's yeah. not, not that he got yeah. tired. Like, yeah. Let's forget that. Like, There's no, even like the first punch. <laughs> it was, it was so it. slow. Yeah. And it was so stiff. Yeah. And it was zero pop on his punches. Yeah. Then we watch him hit the bag, and I'm looking. I know women that are like, <laughs> the teenage women that probably hit the bag harder than that. And the guys, so like we make this association with size and power, and like it, they're not really correlated like that. And, um, no, the guy, I mean, and then I was trying to convince him to lose weight because mm. you can't even move it that big, right? Yeah. And he's like, no, no, you know, he's like, he's convinced that his big arms are going to help him. Mm. But, you know, I, I think that it's almost like this, this cartoonish understanding we have of, like, fighting. Like, mm. because we've been, you know, educated by cartoons and comic books and, like, oh, the Hulk is super. Like, it's guys, has nothing to do with, like, being functional as an athlete. You know, I mean, that's one yeah. thing that people yeah. completely miss. Like, we associate size mm. with athletic ability and power, and, like, it's not mm. that simple. You know, there's so much more going on. Yes, yeah, it's, it's like so much more to your physiology and all oh, that. Oh yeah, you know? absolutely. Like it's, yeah, it, but that's the hard part of trying to yeah. figure out. You know, you you take a dude like them long, lanky. Yeah. Uh, you know, he gonna hit. He's gonna knock dude, your like, block I, off. Sometimes, you know, know I, mean? I trained yeah. with him once. Was uh, Alex Gustafson. Yeah. He came yeah. to the gym once. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, he looked like a wet noodle. 
Like you look at him, you're like, I'm gonna fold this guy in half, right? Dude, he's super strong. strong. Yeah, he's yeah. so strong. As like I'll give you yeah. like Roger Grace, the same thing. He's like tall, he's gonna look like a basketball player. Like one of the strongest human beings I've ever grappled with in my life. Yeah, yeah. some of the guys are just yeah. got but it doesn't strength. look like it. Like to me, like this yeah. one thing. People gotta get out of their heads. The look, yeah. looks, and, and and athletic ability yeah. are correlated. Like they're not. Yeah, you can be yeah. huge and weak, and you can be skinny and super yeah. powerful. Yeah, and it's funny how that works, but that's all over the place. Man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, even like the 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 young kid uh, Alejandro, he came up to me earlier after we got done training, and asked, you know, what type of weightlifting do I do to, yeah. you know, put on muscle? And it's like I don't do any weightlifting. Yeah. You know, I just move my body and I move people. Yeah. But uh, you know, because it for some reason people associate, you know, especially young guys, you know, yeah. like they they associate like weightlifting with being stronger, being bigger, yeah. and being, yeah. you know, okay, I'm just gonna be the biggest dude in the in the in the in the room but that doesn't really correlate it doesn't mean anything you know it doesn't mean anything to yeah like your your ability and not only that if you look at the UFC, even the heavyweight division if you look at the heavyweights like you know they're not like they're not they're big guys they're heavy guys but they're like they're not huge in the sense like you would think like like a like a weightlifter would right, be. like right, because right, like, you have to understand right. like the more muscles you have the more oxygen, the higher the oxygen uh, demand of oxygen yeah. is. So if you got huge muscles, like you got an igloo engine, it's going to require more gasoline, right? Yeah. So you're going to get tired a lot, lot faster. And that's not functional for fighting. Mm. If you look at most fighters, they're really built like, like Anderson Silva is a good example. He's mm. super powerful, but how thin are his arms? Like they're thin, man. They're not big arms, mm-hmm. but that allows him to move quickly. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and yeah, and, and exactly, yeah. the snap comes yeah. from that speed, right? Not yeah. necessarily the size of yeah. his arms. But it's it's a uh, it's such a, a confusion I think the public makes mm-hmm. you know when it comes to that. Or you could be Bob Sapp and go over to Japan <laughs> yeah, and make a whole lot of fucking money. Dude, he did make a lot of money. <laughs> oh, yeah. a lot of money. Yeah. Well, I, remember, fights, I remember when Oguera fought him. I was like scared for him in Otaro's life, man. I'm like, I'm like, Jesus, he's gonna die. <laughs> yeah, I remember like first shot in, he slams him on his head. He's dead. Bob driver was totally insane. <laughs> totally insane. He made a whole lot yeah. of money. Yeah. Sure, I'm sure though. Well, let me ask you, Kevin. So. Motown female. So I assume mm-hmm. you have a lot of affinity for and love for Detroit. Mm-hmm. How important is it for you to like represent Detroit and give back to that community? I mean, it's it's gonna be the driving force behind everything. Is I'm always trying to give. You know, it's it's no sense in just doing something just for me. You know, it's just I'm good. You know, like I I came out of not having anything, so I don't really need that much. You know, I I. I I'm kind of chill, like, you know, so uh, that force of, of trying to, like, bring everyone up with me and, and kind of, like, even teach people that were kind of in the same situations that I was, uh, that's kind of been that, you know, it's part of that purpose is where I came from and, and, and who I am. And that gives me a lot of, it gives me a lot of, of sense to it. You know, my parents are out here in, in Vegas with me. Uh, and even just being around them on holidays and just normal days, and you know, it, it brings me back to to, to home, almost. And, and Detroit is is that, you know, I call myself Motown Phenom because, uh, you know, the Motown part, Motown was like this 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 thing is it has nothing really to do with the music for me. It was when Motown was coming up, they were taking so many different forms of, of music and, and blending them together and kind of throwing their own little little twist on it and and that's what Motown was so I've kind of almost taken that and taken it to the sense of fighting you know trying to trying to take so many different arts that have already been completed almost and, and, and trying to blend them together a little bit so 
you know, the Motown thing for me. And, you know, I got it tatted on my back even. Uh, it's the only tattoo I'll probably ever get in my life. Uh, but because it hurt like a motherfucker. I'm, I'm good on that. Once you get started, you can't I'm stop. Good. You got to go through yeah, it. Yeah, it's like, fuck. You got to finish. Uh, um, but it's going to be the only thing. But it, it means a lot to me. And it's, yeah. you know, it's who, it, it's kind of like who I see that I am. And what I'm trying to be is this blend of, of even martial arts, you know. MMA is always going to be a couple years behind jiu-jitsu. You know, it's yeah. always going to be a couple years behind boxing. It's always going to be a couple years behind kickboxing. But we can take all these things and, 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 and make it something new and make it something different. So it gives me that reinvention thing. You miss home? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes. Friends, family, or like the actual, like, because uh, every place has its own vibe. It's mm -hmm. got a rhythm, right, yeah. to it. Yeah. Like Vegas has its rhythm, right? Yeah. Like, you know, Brazil had its rhythm. Like, what was the... What was like? What is it about Detroit that you miss? It's that I, I miss the especially. I hate the weather. You know what I mean? Like that's one of the reasons why I yeah. left is because of that fucking cold. But <laughs> there is something to that, and in, in that cold, and everybody has to sit down and stay inside, and you have to almost be inside your own head for a little bit. And you know, I, I'm I'm somebody that's constantly looking to. I like I like things that challenge me, and I like to to kind of. To, to, to test my own mind yeah. a lot more. So in places like Vegas and in California where it's like it's, it's sunny every day, I like it, I do, but at the same time it's it's like you miss that 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 kind of you know, I don't know what you want to call it. I don't know. I think that's what makes the Midwest that blue collarness yeah. to it, you know, is that this is what you're gonna do. You're gonna work today, and you know, and and yeah. and you're gonna go home, and you're gonna sit and do it. Again. I guess this definitely like kind of forces but... you work more, like and more be like more creative well, because like, you know, if you live in a place with beautiful weather, like, you know, it's so tempting to just sit by the beach, yeah, and relax, yeah, yeah, and that's so much yeah. fun. Well, there's yeah. a lot of studies it's, on that. Yeah, I know. Like, evolution yeah, biology, yeah. whether you look at nations that are come from winters, because mm -hmm. you can't just survive in winter right. just by right. being there. You gotta think. You gotta, you gotta do plan. something. Yeah. You gotta preserve when you're living in a tropical paradise and there's food falling from trees everywhere. Yeah. Like you said, just sit down on the beach and oh, I'll eat a coconut. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, I know yeah. this fish whenever I want it. Yeah. You know, so. but 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 I I think I I think that's a but it is a little bit of oversimplification with that too. Absolutely. You know, especially when when you look at places like Africa and how they talk about now. You know, just a couple years ago, they're just starting to realize that Africa had these great civilizations and these yeah. great organizations and stuff. Just because it wasn't you know how Europe was shaped in buildings because you had to stay inside. Yeah. There, there, you know, it, it gets really old fucking sitting around and not doing, you know, so you can sit yeah. on the beach for how long, especially me. Like, um, like I, I can do it. it for like a day and like, I'm, I'm good. Like, I want to yeah, like test myself. I want like, that's where I get my happiness. My happiness ain't sitting back like chilling, you know, it, it, it is, but not Here's on the, thing. the beach. I, it's the conclusion I've it's, reached because I've given this a lot of thought because mm -hmm. people who know me, I'm constantly complaining about how much I work and I need a vacation. Mm -hmm. Dude, I take a vacation two, three days in. You're I am it. bored out of yeah. my mind. You're and then, like, people it. who know me, Rob, you don't need a vacation. You need a day off. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. exactly that's what I need. Like, yeah. if I take a yeah. day off a week, mm. I actually recharge, man. Like, I'm yeah. good, you know. But, yeah, I'm the same. Like, yeah. I, the beach sounds amazing for, like, a day or yeah. two. And then as soon as, like, give me my laptop, give me a book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me, give me something, something yeah. man. Like, and I think that's what it is, is you don't really know... Because because I grew up doing something different, you know. I grew up in Detroit, where you just you stayed inside and you 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 did this. So I didn't grow up in this, you know, sunny every day. Uh, uh, you know, some days I just feel like okay, I don't really know how to 
how to still test myself in them same ways, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I think that's part of what makes me miss going home yeah. and what makes me miss Detroit. But it's just that that feeling. Uh, maybe you can get it somewhere else. I don't know. You just you gotta like, learn how to do it. Is it is the vibe you get from people in the area like the different? They look at you different. Oh now? no, definitely. Like that. now you're Kevin yeah. Lee. You're a big UFC superstar. What's changed in that regard? Yeah. And how much does that change you? That's the other question. How does it change? How does your fame and popularity and success change you and change people around you in your circle? Because it changes. It's definitely made me more closed off, for sure. If if. But but not necessarily because I kind of feel like I've always been the same. It it hasn't really changed me. It's it's more so changed people's perception of me. Yeah. Because there are people who people feel like they know me almost a little yeah. bit. Um. But they don't really. You know what yeah. I mean? So so when they when they kind of get to know me, they it, it's like a different different idea that they had in their head already. So I can I can see that kind of happening to people sometimes. Um. But uh, it it hasn't really like changed me necessarily. Like I still feel. You feel more tainted by people in some way. Like at people. I feel it, like I don't it, put it, up with this as is, much it's shit. Cliche, sure. It's cliche. Yeah. It's cliche to say that it gets lonelier and lonelier, lonelier at the top. Yeah, yeah, you trust less and less people. Yeah, yeah. The more oh, you sure climb, that. the less sure you that. trust yeah, people, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Even the sure. people close yeah. to you yeah. become like you know they have an agenda yeah. in your circle. But. Yeah, you know, I mean maybe that's just getting older too. You kind of yeah. like maybe you just start to like filter it more. Yeah, you. Yeah. I put up with less shit. You know what I mean? I, I don't like, you know, I kind of can see through the bullshit as soon yeah. as I like meet somebody and and kind of already see where this is headed. And I'm like, all right, well, you know, Jesus, <laughs> you know, and and that keeps happening more and more a little bit. So maybe that's where I feel it. Maybe you get like that. Okay, these people are getting on my fucking. You know, like it's get everybody get away. But uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's. Uh, I don't know if that's fame and people knowing who I am, or if it's just you know, it's how shit is. So for yeah. me, it's how shit is. So yeah. I, I won't ever know anything different. So you know, you know, yeah. I, talking to you here, and I, we've trained together a few times. You're very humble, and you know, for all, everything you've done, you show a lot of humility. But when you're on social media, it's a whole other <laughs> thing. I was looking down the Twitter feed, yeah, a lot yeah, of call outs yeah, and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. But I understand it's an important part of the game as well because you got to where you are as part of a combination of your skills sure. and how you present yourself. So, like, to the, I always tell my young guys, like, you want to be recognized you got to start building that social media following right away you know like so like what what do you think about that aspect is that something that you like you just do naturally or is it something you thought about like strategizing or social media in general i think is is something that people are just starting to kind of get a grasp on and kind of trying to understand what it is and i think it's really going to evolve and really going to be different you know and you're not just going to because a lot of people do do that, you know. They either judge me off of, you know, a press conference, or they judge me off of, of, of whatever, you know, off social media or however it is. But you know, I think that's going to evolve at some point. You know, even now, like I don't even really use social media at all anymore. Like, I mean, I'll get on Twitter every now and again if I got something to say to somebody, yeah. or you know, just because it's easier to do it that way yeah. than trying to find his number. You know, uh, but I, I think that you, I think you made a very good point. Like, it's going to evolve. I think it's like a novelty because all of a sudden. You know, for, for hundreds of thousands of years, we interacted with people in our immediate circle. Right. You interact right. with like right. 50 people in yeah. your circle, right? Now you are able to reach out to millions, hundreds of millions of people yeah. with one one sentence. Yeah. 
I think we haven't like digested yeah. that yet. Like yeah. I think you know the uh, the world is still like figuring out exactly what that means long yeah. term, and I think it's going to get to the point where it's going to kind of get old too. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. almost like a fad. It's like a trend. It's like oh, this is going to be huge, huge, and then after a while, it's going to be like all right, man. It's going to settle in. It's, it's going to be gonna, more yes. normal. It's right now the dust yeah. is still yeah. up in the air. That, we don't know what why, it's going to look like. That's why I kind of like withdrawing myself a little uh-huh. bit, just because I want to see you know how it's moving and, and what's going on, and then I'll yeah, at some point I will you know it, it is a part of. Of the game, you know, the game was just different a couple years ago when there was only TV and you just had to do TV. Uh, but you know, like I said, it's just gonna it's just gonna change and evolve. I mean, I don't see even when I do like press conferences or I, or I do interviews and stuff. I mean, I'm just answering the questions honestly. Like you, you say, I'm I'm. People do say that to me. They will say like, "Oh, you're more humble than I thought you were." And I was like, "Well, I I mean." I don't, I don't, I guess I don't understand your definition of humble. Like, <laughs> you know, are you gonna, are you gonna ask me if I, if I think I could beat you? Yeah, hell yeah, all day. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the, like, that ain't, it's not no and different. Thing, it's like, you know, yeah, it's different ways to say that, I guess. Uh, some people are more like sneaky and backhanded about it, but is he more humble? No. I mean, more, some of those dudes are like even bigger dicks than, than, you know what than, I mean? It's just because you outspoken, you know. It's, it's, I, I hate when people are. It's the fake humble. I would right, much rather right, like yeah. when people hate it on Rhonda because yeah. like Rhonda was at least being honest, right? Yeah. Like she was a bitch yeah. in front of the camera, yeah. but I mean, like you know was, that's her she though. Like, like she that. like yeah. yes, so that's who she yeah. is. You can't and be I, mad. I like that because yeah. it was so genuine. I'm like, yeah. I, okay, maybe she doesn't like the camera. She doesn't like people talking to her and she talks shit, but that's who she is. She, right. was, she was not playing a character. What I can't stand. I'm not going to mention names. Mm. There's so many people in this business. As soon as the cameras are on, they put like this fake smile. Sure, yeah. Like I look at that. I'm like. I know you. It's not like that. You know, I prefer the real person. Even if it's good or bad, give me real. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Give it what it is. What you it know? is and, exactly. and that that's truly what I try and do every time. It's just, you know, sometimes, yeah, I'm going to have a little more fun than I normally do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes I'm going to enjoy myself a little bit more because it's a special occasion. You know, you ain't going to do it on every day. But, uh, you know, I only get to fight a couple times a year. So I enjoy myself a little bit more. I'm going a, I'm to a wear something nice. You know, I'm going to... uh. Have fun with it. Yeah, I'm gonna put on. I'm gonna, you know, it's not even put on a show. It's I'm gonna put on a show for myself. You yeah. know what I mean? It's, Enjoy it too. You feel a little bit different. You know, I know how to how to tap into that other level of me. You know, there's me like on a normal day. You know what I mean? I'm not I'm not always on a ten. You know what I mean? Right, right, but right. I know how to get to ten if I need to. And a couple times a year, I need to. You know, somebody yeah. needs to get their ass whooped, and I yeah. need to bring that up out of me. So there's certain there's certain and you and you kind of learn that over a while you know you you there's certain things that you that everybody does to put themselves in a zone you know like and that's just i'm just be in my zone sometimes and you know let me ask you this like where do you see yourself in 10 years you're 26 you are young mm-hmm. you know most fighters between like the ages of 35 and 40 just start like moving into retirement yeah like you know yeah. let's say you whatever it is yeah. like when where, where do you see yourself in 10 years? Who's Kevin Lee in 10 years? Not just fighting-wise. I, you know, I, I see the standard, oh, I'm going to have a UFC belt. Okay. But, like, more than that, Kevin. Like, where do you see yeah. yourself as a person, as a human being, as individual in the, in the fight world? And, at, 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 some point, life, you know? at, at some point in my life, I want to be a doctor, for, for sure. Do you want to be a what? A doctor. Okay. Uh, that's an, it was a kind of kind of like another one that I, you know I'm always been hit, interested in the human body. Okay. I've always been like really into like science and you know that I, I kind of get something out of out of you know the the problem solving of it. You know when you when you got 
it, I don't know. It's just, you know, I watch a lot of doctor shows even now. Like, <laughs> and, and I get something out of that. So, you know, before, yeah, that's probably, at some point I'll probably like either go back to med school or, or something like that. Um, I don't, I don't I mean, I don't have no concrete like time or, or anything. You know, I think George just retired and he was what, 37 now? Yeah. He is? And still physically in good, good, good yeah. shape. You know, I, I, I kind of want to, I don't necessarily want to say model myself after that, but I, I definitely want to go out on my own terms, you know, and definitely go when I feel like the, 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 the tide is just, is just, I'm just going to roll with it. You know, I'm just kind of a go with the flow type of guy. Would anyway. you ever, like if your heart's not there, your body's not there, your mind's not there, but the money's really good. Oh, no. I didn't would you to. keep fighting? It, uh, 100% is not happening <laughs> for, for, for one uh, when you make more money you lose more money <laughs> I can kind of see that money is liquid you know what I mean so you really just touching it you know you just you know you, you got it you're gonna you're gonna give it away and what are you gonna get at the end of the day I mean you're gonna have nicer shit I guess yeah. you know I got I got some nicer shit now than I do for sure when I'm coming up uh, you know I like some nice shit but I'm not gonna like I mean this is my brain I'm talking about you know yeah. what I mean like this is not a fucking game like yeah. people you can't buy people, a new brain yeah people have that that misconception in their head sometimes and they like oh yeah I can fight like yeah okay 2,000 bucks like yeah I'll go over there and whoop his like what are you talking about are you gonna that's another person, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's another human. Like, who do you think you are? You think you're Superman or something? You're going to get hit in yeah. a fight. And it's just, it's really not that. It's like, what are you doing it for? If you're doing it for the money, I mean, there's better ways to make money. Yeah. Like, I don't even yeah. need, like I said, I don't even need that much. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm kind of cool. Like, if I can get an Xbox and, and some Jordans and, you know, a Benz, like, <laughs> you know, well, okay, all right. <laughs> A little above that level, but you know, <laughs> but, but you know, I'm I'm kind of cool. Like I'm not, you know, I don't need anything really. Uh, so I, I think I would be okay after fighting, and and even after you know, say if I was at a Floyd Mayweather level and made a hundred million bucks, I'm totally okay with going back and being a broke college student again. You know what yeah. I mean? And and kind of going on that next that 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 next path of it or whatever yeah. that is. You yeah, know, a new chapter. Yeah, yeah. That's all it's going to be at the end of the day, you know? You, yeah. you, you said it earlier about the, the, the hot girl who just relies on her looks her whole life. It's yeah. like, you're going to get old at some yeah. point. Yeah. You know, I, I know. I mean, I can fight now, but, you know, I'm going to start to slow down at some yeah. point. You know what I mean? Or, or just the new next generation is going to come up and it's going to be some motherfuckers down there. Yeah. So I know that already, you know what I mean? Uh, but you, you, you just got to play it smart, right? Oh. Yeah, yeah, I I see like the last fight I saw that was like with Barbarina mm-hmm. and uh, Lucas. I know you saw they were just slugging each other nonstop. Yeah, I'm like Barbarina is the toughest guy I've probably seen in there. But man, like a couple of more of those, man, and he's not going to be yeah. good. You he know? was taking way too many shots. I don't know if you yeah. saw that, Rob. Man, yeah. like no, I did. He ate, oh, it was terrible. <laughs> he he, he uh. adopted the Homer Simpson strategy yeah. pretty much, yeah. and he was just eating punches. But like. This guy Lucas couldn't hit hurt him, which is crazy because he that guy is a knockout hitter, you know. He he, I think they uh, he set the record for the most amount of significant strikes thrown in a three round contest, and then knocked him out ten seconds left in the third round with a knee, yeah. two knees it had right to right be up the, the middle. Yeah, I mean, but and it even was then just, he was still uh, he was still conscious. He was, yeah, but they stopped yeah, him rightly but, so. But like. Yeah. Man, like anybody else would have been like probably dead. It's yeah. funny how that works because like, you know, you've seen guys that have taken a lot of damage and they're pretty, they're okay. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, mm-hmm. and then I've seen guys that 
taking a lot of damage too. But man, like when they get to a certain age, mm-hmm. like you can see that something changes. Mm-hmm. Or it's even a slow one shot. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, 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 like I've, ha- I've held conversations with some of these guys. Mm-hmm. They're like, like you know, close to forty, and they've taken way too much damage. Mm-hmm. They've been knocked out way too many times. Mm-hmm. Probably shouldn't take some time off. Never mm-hmm. did, right? And they, 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 it's something happens. Like you can, like, I remember one. I don't want to mention his name, but like mm-hmm. you guys would know him. Like he was having a conversation with the guy. He goes, tells me something, right? And he used like certain words to tell me that. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Yeah. Like about two minutes later, same conversation. Two minutes later, yeah. he tells me the exact same yeah. thing, the exact same words. Yeah. Two more yeah. minutes, and he yeah. tells me a third time the uh-huh. exact same thing, the exact same words. It's like he doesn't remember if he already told yeah. me that twice. Yeah. You know, and then I'm going. Fuck, man, this thing is legit, man. You got to yeah. be careful. Like, I'm not yeah. saying like, yeah. oh, you shouldn't fight. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to scare yeah. people here, yeah. but like, you have to be intelligent it's not about how you yeah. spar. Because yeah. yeah. I, I remember when I first walked yeah. in, I'm like, oh, you guys think I'm a jiu-jitsu guy? I don't yeah. know how to take a punch. I'll prove you. Where's Vanderlei Silva? Yeah. I would yeah. live. Yeah. Like, no joke here. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to brag here, but <laughs> yeah. like, sure, sure. Guys would running from Vanderlei Silva in practice. Yeah. I was chasing him. Like, I want to spar with Vanderlei. Yeah. And I, yeah. I put up with him, man. Right. Like, but looking back, like my I, my notion of trying to be tough and prove to mm. myself and other people that was tough, mm. we're just plain stupid. Because mm. Vanderlei, when he's sparred, he's trying to knock you out, mm. you know? Mm. Um, That's funny, because he actually did a press conference or something, and he was talking about CTE. And he's mm. like, I was at, a, at this, oh, he was at some seminar one day, and they were talking about symptoms of CTE, and out of 10, he had eight. Mm. And he's like, and what is CTE, I'm sorry? Um, um, concussion, something? No. Yeah, something... Man, I don't even know. I know it's yeah, a head trauma. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, uh, they <laughs> so did that big movie on it with Will Smith and yeah. the football players, and everybody's got CT. No, okay. Yeah, apparently it's repetitive head trauma, concussions or whatnot. But like he was saying, like man, like I had trouble sleeping, right. headaches. Right. Yeah. He would forget things, you know. And he, yeah. So now he was telling, he's telling young fighters, like you know, smart, learn yeah. from my yeah. example. Be like, smart. Yeah. I was yeah. like you were saying, I was going to knock people out in sparring, and I thought it was going to make me tougher. Like I could take them better. It's like no, it's. Totally opposite. Right, you know, right, every time right. you get knocked out, you less tough. It's a right, little right, bit easier. Right, yeah. You take less yeah. damage. Yeah. And it doesn't even have to be a full knockout. You know, when you talk about Brian, like just all those blows and your your, your brain hitting the back of your head, and your 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 brain is pretty much plastic. You know, yeah, it's yeah. constantly it's growing and it's constantly like you know you can kind of feel it sometimes even grow inside. I mean, I don't know if. All right, maybe it's this too. All right, too much of my own. All right, we're getting too deep here. All right, too too much, too deep. But like, it's it's a it, you know it's living. Like you know yeah. it's 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 your brain. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, and people like take that for granted sometimes. And it's yeah. like if without your brain, you you're nothing. Like you don't have yeah, you can't nothing and we else. So little about it. we can't. It's not like we can fix like a broken arm. Or yeah, I mean I love fighting. I really truly do. And it, and it like I said, it makes it makes me feel like maybe I would be different if I didn't have it. But at the end of the day. It's like I was born with this motherfucker. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lose it to, to, you know, to nothing. To try really. to prove a point. It's like, yeah, and I, yeah. You got like I think the, the the lesson here is like don't be a knucklehead in the gym. Yeah. If you're gonna get dropped, may it be in a fight. Yeah. Every now and never. Yeah. You know because you're making like a millions of you know million yeah. dollars or whatever. But in the gym, it makes no sense, yeah. man. Like to have wars in the gym, yeah. try to knock each other out, it's just plain stupid. At, at the end of the day, I think it's just yo, you, know, you you talk about that like being humble and 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 having humility and all that it's just like being comfortable and confident enough in yourself like i know i'm tough like i don't have to i don't have shit to prove yeah, yeah. you know what i mean like i really i truly just don't you know when when a guy and i'm in a bar and like a guy want to fight like i really just don't have nothing to prove to him you know and you kind of you there's levels to that even you know you you sometimes you you got to do that against a professional too you know when you walk in and, and you stare across from vanilla you're just like okay i got nothing to prove bro like I'm confident enough in myself and I'm confident enough in 
my ability where like we don't have to stand here and beat the fuck out of each other. Yeah. You know, like I don't have to prove to you that I can take a shot. Like that's just yeah. I'm not that's getting maturity. Nowhere. Like that's that's intelligent. Like yeah. and I think yeah. a lot of people miss that lesson or they learn that lesson way too late. Like I think Vander like admitted that. That's awesome that he said that. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I, I spent some time with him and like, I knew how he used to think and his ideas. Like, oh, if you, like, if, if you couldn't, if you didn't take that beating in mm. practice, you weren't a real fighter. Yeah. Like, that's, that's how his head was. Like, it's, I'm happy that he's in a different place now because it's important that he teaches that lesson to other, other fighters. Yeah. But Absolutely. I think really when you look at it, like, a lot of those guys, they end up getting big at, like, 31, 32. And, you know, that's kind of where, like, the peaks of their, their careers. And I kind of always try to shape myself a little bit different. And just be like, okay, I'm not gonna, I definitely ain't gonna do that. You know what I mean? At 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 32, and you just now learning a lesson. Like I, it only takes me a couple times. You know what I mean? I, I'm gonna learn my my lesson the first time. Like this ain't gonna be good for me. And you know that you you get somewhere faster, I think, and in a better place maybe. Yeah, well, you know but, what? I mean, that's a good ability. Most people have a hard time learning from other people's examples. You know, mm-hmm. especially yeah. the, the more tough you are. Usually yeah, the harder yeah. it is because you're like, oh, I could do it my way, and I'm gonna prove it by ramming my head through this wall yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> until I get to the other side. You know, <laughs> it's about being smarter, not yeah. you know, working smarter, not yeah. not harder. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Going to something else, we talked a little bit about your wrestling background, wrestling in college, and all that. And if we look at like the current, you know, roster in the mm-hmm. UFC, mm-hmm. it's filled with wrestlers mm-hmm. who started mm-hmm. from wrestling. So like. Uh, there's a good argument to be made that having that wrestling base is like the, mm. one of the keys to being a good martial mixed martial artist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, do you, do you, would you agree with that, or like because I'm thinking further down the road, mm. and I think the next staple of fighters are going to just start with MMA. Right, right, right. Yeah, one hundred percent. I think people have a misunderstanding even about street fighting and stuff. Like every time I talk to somebody about street fighting, it's you better learn how to wrestle. Like, there, it, it is very, very hard to keep someone up off you, you know, when when they don't want to be, even in boxing, you know, and it's illegal in boxing. And, you know, guys, Floyd Mayweather is the most, not only do people, people talk about his speed, his hand speed and all this, but he's one of the best wrestlers in, in boxing that there is as far as, like, tying the guy up, you know, that punch and clutch method, you know, you would throw a strike and he's on top of you before you even re- realize it. So, you know, wrestling for sure, I think is is one of the most key things, but you can't only do that either. You know what I mean? Like, because there will be somebody who understands wrestling and understands everything else along with it and understands how to keep you up off of them. So that's like the next level to it, I think, is, you know, you, you, you have to look at those transitions. I think that's where... Uh, you, you know, you even talk about George St. Pierre. He was very, very well-rounded. But when you go back and, and you watch him now and you look at it from a different perspective, you see the transitions and you see like, oh, okay, like he's, you know, it's very simple stuff that he's doing. I feel like he and, mastered the in-betweens. Like right, I think most right. fighters focus right. on striking, right. their wrestling or their jiu-jitsu or their grappling, right. whatever, right? Like I feel like GSP got really good at the... And even now, it's still yeah. the same thing. You know, it's still those in-betweens. There's still more transitions yes. that you aren't seeing and, 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 yeah. and, and aren't happening. And I think that's going to be the next level. It's not necessarily going to be so much that you're going to have better wrestlers coming up. You're going to have guys that are that are already thinking, as he's taking you down, he's already flowing into something else. You know, he's already going into another transition faster. Uh, wrestling is definitely... The, 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 you. I mean, you can't possibly... 
it's just going to be very hard to beat somebody who's a better wrestler than you, if that, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Uh, and that it, even in my own career, I've kind of like realized that in, in, in my last fight, I, I shot away from it and shot away from what makes me me. You know, I think humans have a natural tendency to fight. You know, it's in our instinct and you have to like obey that instinct a little bit. And sometimes with so much trying to reinvent myself, sometimes I get away from that a little bit. And I think that's what I, I, I did in that last fight. You know, fighting to me isn't necessarily about, uh, uh, you know, who can punch, kick and in, 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 in the, 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 the wrestling or anything, any of the techniques. It's a little bit more, you know, it's once you get tired, once you don't know what you're doing, once you get that, that fucking overwhelming amount of stress, okay, now what are you going to do? Yeah. Are you going to stay true to yourself and, and or are you going to, you know, uh, uh, do what I did in my last fight at least, <laughs> you know, and, and, and I'm just, you know, I, I kind of, I know myself, so yeah. I'm just picking on me from now. Yeah, uh, yeah. And it's like I didn't stay true to myself, you know. I, I tried to reinvent the wheel too much, and you know I was fighting as a southpaw, backing up, you know. And that's just not not how I am. Uh, I gotta, you know, you gotta stay true to that. If 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 you are somebody who who is a great wrestler and can stay on top of on on top of the person, you don't even have to take them down. You just have to know how to wrestle. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think uh, what you're saying too about your fight, like sometimes ego sort of gets in the way a little bit. Right? Yeah, yeah. And you're trying yeah. to prove something. But it happens to a lot of people. Like I tell my fighters, your goal for fighting is to be as efficient as possible. Right, right. And sometimes you end up in the situation where, like let's say I was fighting Robert. Mm. And Robert's the number one jiu-jitsu guy in the world. Mm. And I may be like, or let's we'll switch it. He's number two. I'm number one mm -hmm. for the mm -hmm. hypothetical. But I'm also an excellent striker. Mm. And he has no striking. Mm. Now, my strong suit is technically my grappling. Mm. But should I grapple with Robert when we're so evenly matched? Yeah. Mm. Or should I just stand Strike. up and bang with yeah. him when he's yeah. totally outmatched? Sure, sure. And I think a lot of people get sucked into that. Like, yeah. I, you know, I'm going to prove that I'm better at my best mm. skill yeah. rather yeah. than... Finding the chink in that's their the armor bad, and yeah. knowing like that's yeah. where I can. That's take where them ego away. hurts yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what but, ego makes you stupid. Yeah. You know, yeah. if ego gives you a drive, it's always a good thing. But when ego makes you dumb, mm. then that's what's actually you know harming you. And like, there's it, a lot of that. The problem is though that you need that ego a little bit, especially yeah. as a yeah. fighter. Yeah. Like yeah. you need that. You can't. You can't just be. You can't just be a normal person, you know right, what I mean? Right, like this right. isn't. And like, at, at the end of the day, I I look up sometimes yeah. in the arena and I'm like, this ain't some normal shit, you know what I mean? Like it's it's just not. But you know, so you need that little bit of ego to Me say. Me and we're talking about this. Like we we separate the word ego into right. the good ego and the bad ego. The bad ego, the bad ego is the one that makes you do stupid. Like oh, I'm gonna prove to this guy mm. that I'm better grappling than him, and you're just ramming your head through the wall the hard way, right? Mm. And then there's the good ego is what you're describing. It's like. I'm the best guy in the room. You right. don't have to say it, right? But, like you have to believe right. it. Like right. I'm the best guy in this arena. Like I'm right. the best UFC fighter on the planet. Because right. you can't be that guy unless you believe it. Right. Yeah. And if right. you believe you're the rest, the best in the world, you're sort of an egomaniac right. in that way. Right. But like right. in an internalized yeah. way. It's like I think like ego is like one of those things that yeah. it can go out, and you can be the, the stupid asshole that just makes bad decisions and no one likes. Or you can get that and internalize it, and that's a lot of fuel, man. Mm. Yeah. Because now you can't accept, I, I, you can't accept being number two. Mm. Like if you're being, if you're number two on the mats, and you're okay with that, you're never gonna be number one. Yeah. Like for you to be the number one guy in the room or in the UFC, you have to truly believe that you are better than everyone else, and be really upset every mm. time 
you fail to be that number one, right? Yeah. So yeah. it could be, it, it really, it's funny, right? it, can, it, can, it can really help you or really harm you. you know? Yeah, I mean, you definitely, you, you need it, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, a, it's just like, it's that, that's the fight. Yeah. That's the fight, you know, when yeah. you talk, that's the fight, it ain't the punches and the kicks and all that, that's the fight. It's, it's fight like, yourself. yeah, it's just, it's, mm-hmm. it's, you know, like one of my it's the real, it's like, it's, it's cliche as shit, but. One of my favorite quotes from all time, I love this, it's so corny, but like, it's so true. So it's so tr- uh, uh, true to what we're talking about. You ever Karate Kid, first one? Sure. Daniel yeah. Sen's about to quit, like, you know, crying to Master Miyagi. And Master Miyagi goes, Daniel, son, it's okay to lose to yourself. No, it's okay to lose to your opponent. It's not okay to lose to yourself. Yeah. yeah. And there's yeah. so much wisdom yeah. there. Like, it's a corny move, but there's so yeah. much wisdom saying that it's fine to lose to someone yeah. because he was a split second faster than you and beat you to the punch. Yeah. But, like, this fight yeah. is the hardest fight, but that's the one you can control. Yeah. You're not in control of what your opponent does. You're in control with what you do preparing yeah. and moving into the fight. Yeah, yeah I mean, and I think that's probably, like, trickles over there into everything, really. Like, we all have to, to do that, you know, even without fighting. Yeah. You know, you still have to be that same way. And I think the problem is, like, a lot of people lie to themselves a lot. You know, they don't they don't ever just truly be be true with themselves and and, and be upset at themselves you yeah. know like not even you know yeah there's this self-love and all that but you know sometimes you gotta like you gotta be real with you too you know and, and kind of you know you you can't just it can't be this participation trophy bullshit all the time and you can do that with everybody else maybe if you know you just don't really give a fuck yeah. but with yourself though you you can't do that you can't just reward yourself for, for anything uh and i think people do that you know people they, 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 they get into these 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 long like and I've seen it happen over and over with so many people in my family and and, and just in my life in general. It's just like they get into these cycles almost and it's like they're rewarding their own bad behavior. And it's like how would you treat somebody that wasn't you? You know what I mean? Like and, and you love them and you want them to do good and, and all that, you know, and I think people don't you know, people lose sight of that maybe, and like fighting is a good way to teach you that yeah. because <laughs> you getting you your, you know, yeah, you getting your ass beat. But you know, it's still the same thing, though. You know, maybe yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Fuck. I don't okay, know. Is there anything you want to plug, man? Is there any? No, no, I don't really do no no plugs or nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, I get I get like offers to do uh, like sponsorships and honest yeah. like, nah, I don't really. I don't know. I, I, like I said, I've kind of like shied away from most of that. It's just, it's like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I know you were, I, because I looked on your recent Twitter, and you were, mm-hmm. it looks like you're trying to get someone to fight you. Right? Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. having issues with it, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm in a tr- tough spot right now, uh, trying to get a fight, especially. But, you know, I, I think uh, there's Islam, uh, Makachev. Is that how you say his name? Maybe uh, they had a couple Russians show up at, at Extreme Couture the other day looking okay. for me, so uh, I made sure to, to to put on a little song and dance for him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I, I feel like that is probably going to be the next fight that happens. Uh, you know, I called out Gregor Gillespie too. Uh, you know, really, really a stupid fight if I'm being honest. You know, they always say you know you should you should take the 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 easiest fight for the most amount of money, right? Right. Really, somebody like Gregor is, is, you know, he's not going to promote. He's going to stay out in the in the middle of fucking nowhere, like, you know, fishing. You know, he's a, you know, that's what the man does. He got robbed in New York. He's from New York, you know, and somebody st- stole something from him. And, you know, he, he uh, and they were booing him. 
in the crowd. You know, he fought in Brooklyn. He's from New York, and the crowd was booing him. Yeah, so it's a, it's bad. a, but he's a really tough fighter. And you know, and I think as a couple time state champ, a couple time All American, uh, uh, out of college and wrestling. So it's gonna, it, you know, this is a tough fight. I could be down with that one too. You know, I like for some reason I, I kind of like the challenge of it. Then, it's right? something about it that get me up. You know, I want to go over to Russia and beat Islam as a main event in Russia where they're probably going to try and kill me. Uh, for sure. Like, the <laughs> Russians hate me. a private jet. Oh, bro, I've been talking shit. Like, Robert probably knows more. He's been to <laughs> it was, it was, the world. In a time. private jet. <laughs> sneak out of there in the middle of the night. The Russians have, like, a decoy car, you know, make sure you have, like, many of the same cars going in different directions. Look, the Russians the whole day when they showed it to Extreme, yeah. you know, I'm kind of having my little back and forth with them. Yeah. They don't understand a thing I'm saying because yeah. I talk just too fast. And yeah. He even tried to stop me a couple times. He's like... You know, talk too fast, brother. No, and I'm like, I'm not, I'm not your brother. Uh, but, you know, but so I'm 100% betting that, yeah. But it's something about that danger that Careful. that <laughs> that gets me up. You know what yeah. I mean? So, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm waiting on a contract. Whoever sends me the next contract, I'm signing. I really, honestly, truly don't care. Uh, the most important thing for me is just getting a fight and getting a win, uh, and just. You know, I just, this is what I do. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know how, you know, I'll just kind of let uh, the universe decide how everything will play out. Well, it up. It's been great having you here, yeah. Kevin. Thanks for you know, entertaining us with your stories and <laughs> sure, you know, sure. sharing some of your insights, yeah. you know. And Robert, it's been a pleasure, man. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, always. Yeah, Thank anytime. Yeah. We'll anytime. do this again yeah. at some point, I'm sure. For sure. And uh, awesome, man. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Dave. And um, yeah, awesome. Hope you guys enjoyed, and uh, we will catch you again soon. See you guys next time. Thank you for tuning in to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. As usual, make sure you subscribe, whether it's on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, or Spotify. And if you want to see the video format, make sure you visit our YouTube channel. All the links for each of these are available on our website, which is breakingtheguard.com breakingtheguard.com and a final word from one of our sponsors which is ffacoach.com ffacoach.com which is frank frank alpha coach.com is a membership site for mixed martial arts enthusiasts it has videos uploaded on a weekly basis that follows the curriculum of the freestyle fighting academy which is run by Marcos and David Avalon. This site is designed to be different than other membership sites in the martial arts space, which are usually focused more on jiu-jitsu and BJJ, where FFA Coach is based on MMA. And it has week monthly curriculums that are posted for beginners, intermediate, and advanced students. So regardless of where your skill level is at, you'll be a curriculum that you can follow that builds throughout the month. So rather than being a giant encyclopedia that you have to try to figure out what things you're supposed to learn on FFA Coach, you just follow the curriculum and it's going to tell you what to learn and in what order, which makes a huge difference in progressing properly through the martial arts. And besides the curriculum, we also upload videos on a regular basis from our classes that we teach in our school in Miami, Florida. So again, it's a great resource whether you're a student or more so as a coach. If you need ideas like oh, what to teach, it's a perfect place to go. And you can start for only $1 for your first month trial. 
and get access to the whole website. So again, go ahead to learn more about that trial. Just visit ffacoach.com. Again, that's FFA, that's Frank Frank Alpha Coach.com.